0: All right, currently running an errand in my car, so I don't know if you guys can hear the background noise, but thought I'd, you know, just get a video out there, or a recording anyways. So, what I wanted to talk about today is backwards design. So, my master's is in teaching, and one of the biggest things that we learned is backwards design, so I'll explain that, and then I'll explain how it applies to magic, okay? So, it's what do you want someone to learn? What do you want the end goal, wink, wink, to be? And you take a look at that, and then you look at, you gotta put together all the pieces that someone would need in order to understand that one concept. So if you're talking about, you know, World War II, Then you got to go into, you know, what countries were involved, the dates that it happened, significant events, significant people, yada, 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 you know, all the little details. So if we think backwards design in terms of cooking and you wanted to make like, I don't know, like, let's go with the old school, uh, um, what is it, lesson kind of thing? Like a peanut butter, peanut butter jelly sandwich, right? Okay. So backwards design of a peanut butter jelly sandwich, what do you need? peanut butter, jelly, bread, a knife, a plate, stuff like that. You could even go farther back than that. You know, you need a dishwasher to have the plate clean. You need a car to be able to go to the grocery store to get the peanut butter and jelly and whatnot. You need money to do that. So you need a job. see how far back you can go with this kind of stuff. So the idea is if we're talking backwards design with figuring out what your end goal is and then figuring out how to get there, then Magic kind of works the same thing, same way. So I'm stuck behind a garbage truck at this point. Woohoo! Um, anyways, so in terms of magic, you know, I always harp about this kind of stuff whenever I talk magic a lot is the acting in a chord kind of stuff, right? So magic isn't just about you do the spell and boom, next thing you know, you got what you want, right? We are the main conduits through which magic can work. Yes, it can work in other ways, other mysterious, invisible dust dominoes that fall in a way to allow our goals to manifest, but we are the main conduits. So if you're talking and thinking about, I wanna do a spell for blank, you gotta think backwards design. So your spell work is gonna put the energy towards the goal, Depending on the model of magic you follow, whether or not it's just purely psychological or you're putting that information out to the universe and programming your desire to happen in the universe or the energetic model where, you know, you send out a certain type of energy vis-a-vis a frequency or whatever the new age term is for that, where you vibrate at a certain level and then other things vibrate at the same level to attract them to you, that kind of stuff, right? That happens, sure, but... You gotta think, okay, if I'm if I'm at A and my goal is at B, I am the main conduit through which my magic can occur. So what steps do I need to take to get B to happen? Because I know it's gonna happen, because I did magic for it. So you gotta think, what's my first step? What's my second step? What's my third step? So if it's about getting a job, you better apply for different jobs. You better study up on what that kind of job has to do. You gotta learn certain skills, you gotta practice your interview skills, yada yada yada. All sorts of things can go into that, right? Then, what you're thinking is, okay, now that I planned my real-world stuff, my acting in accord stuff, you also got to think, what's my ritual going to look like? What is the type of spell work I'm going to do, right? Are you going to do sigils? Are you going to do some kind of sympathetic magic with, you know, creating a, like an attractor box or a witch bottle or using a cord or a simple candle spell, or are you going to do something much more elaborate with, I don't know, bells, whistles, whatever you can think of, because magic can use anything from bells and whistles to a carburetor, (laughs) for lack of a better idea of something else that you can use for magic, because I already talked about cords and candles and such. but. You gotta think about all these different details. Start with what you want and break it down for the real world action, the acting and accord stuff, and break it down in order to figure out what you wanna what type of magic you want to use for your rituals, right? Because in your rituals, that's the microcosm to macrocosm, that's the as above, so below stuff. So, what action can you take? in your temple slash sacred space, whatever you want to call it, that is going to represent that bigger thing of what you want. What is that action that you're going to represent through using a cord, a candle, a witch bottle, what have you, that's going to then represent the bigger thing? You always got to have your end goal in mind and what you need to do to get there and then what you can do to represent it and break all those steps down so you can get an idea of step one, step two, step three, and then the ingredients or materials or skills that you need in order to execute step one, step two, step three, whether it be the step one through three of your ritual or the step one through three of your acting in a chord. So yeah, that's backwards design in a nutshell. Woohoo for my masters. Anyways, let me know what you guys think about this. Good hunting.